things here. No, nah, just thing. one thing, Richard, okay, quickly. One thing. All right, the one thing is, what I wanted to ask, there was something that you did. I can't remember. I remember something happening where you told one of the catchers, either Yogi or Elston Howard, to go take a shower because you were sure you were going to hit a home run. It was like a Babe Ruth-type deal. Who was the pitcher? What was that situation all about? It was in the 64 World Series. Barney Schultz, the knuckleballer, uh, they brought him in uh, to pitch to us in the last, the last part. Of the, well, it was, that was the last inning. And uh, Elston was in the on-deck circle. And whenever they brought him in, I went back to Elston. I said, Ellie, you can go on into the clubhouse and get in the shower. I said, I'm going to hit one out of here. Of course, now, I've got to tell you, uh, that wasn't the first time I called a home run, but that was probably the first time I ever hit one when I did call it. How many times did you call for home runs? Oh, heck, I don't know. <laughs> no telling. <laughs> anyway, that, that home run broke Babe Ruth's home run record in World Series play, too. That was my 16th. He had 15, and it won the game for us. So it, that was one of the biggest thrills I've ever had. Warren, where are you driving around the country listening to Sports Byline tonight? Yeah, I'm up in Rochester, New York. Go right ahead. You're on with Mickey. Hi, Mickey. Yeah. Mickey, uh, I'm so proud of you and your honesty with the young people right now. I'm just hope, and I'm sure it's, it's sinking in. But real quick, I recall back oh, several years ago, I was a Sunday ball game, and it was in Yankee Stadium. I don't remember who you were playing, and I don't remember who hit the ball, but a ball was hit left center, and you took off out of the crack of the bat. And, of course, as long as you didn't have to turn, why well, you had the speed. And, unfortunately, you couldn't catch up with it. But, but Dizzy Dean happened to be doing the commentary on TV, and his, and his comment was, and I don't want to knock Joe DiMaggio at all because I think, you know, he was obviously a Hall of Famer, tremendous ball player, but he said DiMaggio would have caught up with that one. And as great as Joe was, I felt he never had the speed that you did, especially in a the, in the straight line. And so I had to jump on. We didn't have faxes in those days, so I had to jump, <laughs> jump on Western <laughs> Union and send, a, and send a wire to Dizzy, but I never got a comment on it. I, and then my message was... Well, the reason you didn't get a comment is because he couldn't read. <laughs> <laughs> well, what it. was the message? Well, it was just that... Uh, as great as DiMaggio was, he wouldn't have even got close to that ball because he just he just didn't have the speed. You know, he obviously had the grace and all that, but I, don't you feel that you were definitely faster than Joe DiMaggio? Oh, yeah, I could outrun Joe, but he had some kind of a in, instinct. I don't know what it was, but he was unbelievable in getting under balls. Thank you very much. Jeff, go ahead, Ann Arbor, Michigan. I appreciate it, Ron. And uh, one thing I want to ask you is about the, the death of uh, Billy Martin, what effect that might have had on your drinking. Well, uh, as, about Billy, uh, yeah, the last uh, the last day I spent with Billy was in my restaurant in New York, and we started out with those, uh, I don't know if you read the story or not, we used to call it Breakfast of Champions. <laughs> it wasn't a Bloody Mary, but it was probably worse. Anyway, we sat there for a couple hours, and, you know, we had a good cry together and everything, and he went home for Christmas, and I went back to Texas for Christmas, and the next thing I know... Is when I was watching TV that Christmas afternoon, and uh, they said that Billy had gotten killed. Let's take you back to your home state of Oklahoma, Quinton, Oklahoma. Sandy, go ahead. You're on with Mickey Mantle. Hi, Mickey Mantle. <laughs> Hi, Sandy. Uh, my uh, great uncle was Pepper Martin. He no kidding. Work and, and he was a great one. St. Louis Cardinals. And uh-huh. I was uh, in grade school when he died, and um, I mean, I just I remember that he was wonderful, but um, it's. It's always been fascinating over the years to um, look at great pictures, great memorabilia, his his World Series rings and mm-hmm. all of that. I was wondering if you ever met him. And uh, I never did get to meet him. Uh, 
I used to, I was, you know, you know where Commerce, Oklahoma is up in the corner? Yes, I do. Okay, well, all I, all we got there was the Cardinals, Harry Carey doing the Cardinals mm-hmm. games. Pepper Martin was a little bit before my time, uh, but Stan Musial was my idol whenever I, until I saw Ted Williams hit, and I think Ted Williams was the greatest hitter to ever live. <laughs> but uh, I was, Stan Musial, I think, came up right at the end of Pepper's uh, deal. So uh, I didn't get to see him, uh, I didn't know too much about him except, just what I heard other, the old-timers talk about, and everybody says he was one of the greatest all-timers. Mickey, thank you very much for joining us tonight. I'd like to have you back for a full hour the next time when you get home and you can just kick back in an easy chair and join us. But uh, I'm looking forward to taking this book with me when I climb on the next airplane. It's out by Harper Collins. It's called All My Octobers, My Memories of 12 World Series When the Yankees Ruled Baseball. Are you happy with the way the book came out? Yeah, I am. Uh, I didn't. Uh, in fact, I proofread it out in... Uh, <laughs> out in the